0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Best Scot beat. I'm your host, Nathan Judah, and I am delighted. You sound delighted. I'm excited to welcome Warsaw Royalty. Oh, I love that. Um, the beast of the best Scot himself, self confessed. Right. Mr. Joseph Massey's with us again today. Mr. Joseph Massey, welcome. How are you? How's life in general?
1: I'm very well, mate. I'm very well, thank you. Sad as a aren't they? So that makes life an super awful saddlers. Super sad, saddlers. Soaring. 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 Love that, love yeah. that. Yeah. Good ride at
0: Disney World, that's soaring, to be fair. Oh, it's a brilliant ride. Love Yeah, like amazing. Yeah, like we we clown my wife
1: clapped at the end is she yeah yeah in a public that's awkward isn't it a little bit awkward yeah yeah, yeah don't it's like clapping of the cinema isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah or- yeah awkward awkward but life's good mate thank you very much um saddlers are flying yeah tired today i had a big night last night believe it or not but what my friend
0: wife, wife and child don't have a big also, night anymore
1: when, well when you have a night and ch- uh, wife and child when you have a night out you have a big one mate because you have to take advantage of it uh. um but my mate is leaving to go to amsterdam Moving to Amsterdam.
0: Decent move from him. Alone. Great move. no? Alone. No, no, he's, he's taking his oh, he? um Window shopping in Amsterdam, you're not going to be doing that. No, definitely not. you not single as well, definitely certainly not. not. No, definitely no, no. not.
1: Um, so, yeah, but I'm, I'm a bit tired, to be honest. Where did you go? What's,
0: what's the situation? Just a pub in Cheshire. So your tipple of a drink, a what would it you be? You've, you've, you know, you've, got, you've got your full experience I knew you once I said
1: something, this would go crazy. Just, uh,
0: you can't come on a podcast with me and start talking, you know, banter, you know a little bit of banter and then... Just leave it and move on to, to all sorts. Okay. This is the most important part of my podcast. Okay, okay. What would you go for? So you've got a full line of spirits at to the top, top shelf, or you're more of an ale man or a pint a or a bottle. Pint, you're, more, man. you're more bottle
1: guy, I think. Bottle? You know? That's yeah. insulting, isn't it? Why? You think I stand there with a bottle?
0: Yeah, a little bit of a uh, schmurn ice.
1: That is, that's rude. Blue Wicked? No. No? Pints. Really? Started on the pints, and then four pints. After four pints, tend to go to red wine. Four pints? Yeah, mate, I can drink.
0: Mate, I'd be on the floor after three. I'm really? Well, absolutely no. Two and a half, I'd be absolutely on the floor.
1: I was uh, pretty tipsy, yeah. um, which hasn't happened for a very long time. But, but like, I can't say no. Do you get like that when you can't say no? It makes like I have one more glass of red wine, and you're like, no. go on then. Um,
0: bottle of champagne potentially, oh, that's but not. I'm you know, not really yeah. f- fancying the beer. Did you get a pass then? Did you? It must have said, okay, you can go. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. But you have to be back at a certain point. Oh, I stayed at Oh, did you? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, I had to get the pass. Yeah. What about
0: the did you miss miss baby situation? Yeah, I did, I did, I did. I, did oh, miss I did get a few yeah. pictures while you're out no, there. Little
1: 14 months. Uh, yeah, I did miss. It. Yeah, I got a few pictures. Always get pictures. So you, you're <clears> trying <throat> to get
0: me into the whole baby situation. I'm still not having it, mate. I'm still not there. I can't do it. I can't.
1: How old are you now?
0: Thirty. 37
1: on a bit. 37 on bit. Yeah. Yeah, time's come, isn't it? Has time's it though? Yeah, has definitely, it, though? yeah. We
0: put it off. 35 put it off. 36 put it off. 37, I think I'm going to have to bite the, bite the bullet, aren't I? Yeah,
1: what a lovely way to look at it. I know, bite it's not bullet. great. Yeah. Well, I've
0: got two beautiful dogs at home I me. Mean, I don't know.
1: Oh, that's not the same thing. What were you talking about? My the sister in has got, the got a dog. She thinks that's the same it thing, is isn't? No, it isn't. They sleep in yeah. the bed with us? Uh, yeah, fine. of course they do. Of course they lick your face, yeah. I can just imagine that. They've
0: got little stairs going up onto the top of the bed.
1: No. No? No, it's not the same, mate.
0: Better, innit? What? Having a dog? No,
1: mate, no, no. no. you just got to have a little one and your world will change.
0: Yeah, and for the worse.
1: No, for the better.
0: For really? the better, yeah. Keeps, Sleepless speaks. nights, but worth,
1: worth every minute. E- she's e- a little e- dream, e- my little girl. Is she? Ah, oh, mate, she's the cutest thing. Is she? Can we talk about football? Okay, let's talk about football. Let's talk one. about football.
0: Uh, right, okay. Um, look, let's, let's talk about last Friday, lone deadline. Oh, yeah. Finished. Okay, so what would you say, summer business wise, let's talk about the moves they did? And they were, by the way, late moves. You were delighted at five o'clock on Friday.
1: Well, it's Warsaw Way now, isn't it? It's, it's just carnage, way. every transfer. Is that because at the- League
0: One level, you've got to wait for this trickle down effect to happen? And, 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 t- and clubs like Warsaw in League One have got to wait till that last minute. They can't, you know, they can't move it up a day or so.
1: I think that's the party line, isn't it? I think that's what Walsall would like you to believe. I think that's what Dean Keats has said a couple of times. There's no doubt it has a knock-on effect. Yeah. Um, I think the reality probably is Walsall's budget is one of the lowest in the league. Right. And therefore... Players do potentially hold out for other options um, with Warsaw
0: as a as a safety net. With
1: Walsall's, I think Warsaw do get used as a safety net at times, they maybe make their offers, and they get their offers in early. Of course, they get them in early, but I think for free agents in particular, yeah. Um, yeah, they will. They know they can get more money elsewhere, so they will wait. They will play away in game and see whatever offers come in. For loan players, it's a little bit different. You can understand that, though, can't you? Of course, you can. Yeah, and, like, and the fans won't like hearing it, but that's the reality of that's the reality of life, isn't it? For,
0: you waited for the Birmingham mayor for a long time before you took the dive with
1: the. I did, I did. I did. <laughs> um, so that is the way it is. With loans, it's obviously different, but but clubs, the the bigger club want the, the club that's loaning the player around. They want a bigger fee. Yeah. Um, they want a higher percentage of that player's wage to be paid. So it is the same thing really in, in a way. It is, a lot of it is about money. That's mm-hmm. my belief anyway. I think that's why sometimes these deals do, get, do drag on. They do get they are done late, but I mean, it has been every window now. I mean, this, we've had three, two deadline days in this window where it's been frantic, and we've had our own mini deadline day before that Plymouth um, game on the sure. open day. So, and every day business has been done last minute, hasn't mm-hmm. it? It's been frantic, it's been a little bit hectic. But um, I guess
0: with that budget, You've got to expect that then, don't you? It's, you know, well, you can't be frustrated about it.
1: I think the, it's got to be the budget because it's, it's happening time and time and time again. Yeah. It? It's, it's got to be a running theme to it. It can't be just a coincidence that everything's happening at mm. the last minute every time. Dean Keats wanted targets in early, didn't didn't get them in early. John Whitney, when he was manager, wanted targets in early, didn't get them early. So it's two different managers that I've worked with have had the same problem. So yeah. there's got to be some sort of consistency there. And you would imagine that is the budget Um based on just little snippets you hear.
0: So transfer business, how do you think it went then, overall? For too I mean, it's looking pretty good at the moment, isn't it? Look at, well, in terms of overall, it's been absolutely fantastic. From a, from a results point of view, Absolutely
1: yeah. fantastic, I mean, to sell- Better than
0: you could ever hope for.
1: Better than you could ever hope for, completely agree. Um, to sell Amabakiyoko to Coventry for, in the region of £200,000 was a great deal. I mean, to buy Morgan Ferrier for 35 grand without money is just an absolute steal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done fantastically well. And the squad looks like it's got options. It really does look like it's got options. That's the most exciting thing. And then, again, we've gone with Conor Ronan and Conor Johnson last week. And I thought Ronan, he looks such a tidy player. He looked really bright in the Checker Trade Trophy. Yeah, um, it, was a good, it was
0: a good opening debut for him, wasn't it? But it was, it was almost a, a good game for him to go into at the same time as well.
1: Well, funnily enough, he says that in Tomorrow's Express and Star. Does he? He does. He's a smart he guy, he's smart is that Conor. Um, yeah, it was a perfect game for him. I mean, he's... He, he said on record that if it was a league game, so quick after signing, he probably wouldn't have been starting the game, would he? He's not going to be thrown straight in after one training session. Yeah. Um, but he's, it is the cup. It's a checker Trade Trophy. He he was thrown straight in. Keats made changes and he took his chance. He's shown what he's about already, hasn't he? Mm -hmm. And I thought he was fantastic on the night. He really slotted in with sort of the work ethic of the team. He was in that middle of the park. He knew his job already, it seemed. He was working to the right distances. So Keats will be absolutely delighted with his performance on Tuesday. Um, And Connor Johnson... Um, I don't think anyone really knows too much about him. Conor Ronan's obviously come with a bigger pedigree, but... He I is a
0: big boy. He's a big lad. He's a big lad. Don't um, we'll mess with him.
1: You wouldn't mess with him. I think he's 17, 18 years old. Um, but I thought he was really good mm. on Tuesday night. Very um, just. He, he's he's going to be a header and kicker, isn't he? He's going to just get it clear. He's going to be sort of your league one, typical league one centre little half. little
0: old fashioned about him on centre half, which is not, not a bad thing at all.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, he's similar, similar to John Guffrey, really, in in many ways. Yeah. Um, and he just looked—he looked good. He looked the part. Um, and we were crying out for a centre back. They only had two before he arrived. Because yeah. Coy Roberts is obviously out for the season. Yeah. Um, so massive it is competition for places, but it's a safety net. I think that's the way Dean Keats described it. At least now, if Guthrie or Fitzwater get injured, they've got someone who can come in. And fingers crossed, perform at a similar level to what they've been performing at.
0: Well, let, let's let's discuss that and, and the loanees. Who who can you see? breaking into that that first thing Because it's very difficult. I mean, it's a great, great problems for, for Dean Keats to have. Undefeated uh, in League One. Are they going to have to be patient before they get their chance on a Saturday?
1: I think so. Um, it's a really difficult one with And Ronan. It's, I mean, George Dobson has been absolutely outstanding. For me, he is becoming one of the best players in League One. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have said it on the last podcast, I'm not sure, but it's been an absolute joy just to watch him develop where he was when he initially signed on loan to where he was towards the end of last season when he scored the goal that effectively kept Walsall in League One and to where he is now. I mean, it's just been... The rise has been... It's just been a pleasure to watch because he, he does all the right things. He says all the right things. He works so hard and he is... He's a star. He's a 20-year-old captain of Walsall now and he's, and he's going to be a star. Yeah. But in a four-four-two, which is what Keats likes to play... um you need that experience had by him which is why Isaiah Osborne has come in and done so well and he just gives Walsall so much as well he breaks up play really well but he also can go box to box we haven't quite seen that yet from him in his second spell but we saw it a lot in his first spell so I don't see initially where Ronan gets in this team despite the fact he's probably the most technically gifted player in the squad I think you yeah, could argue yeah, absolutely, because yeah. he is up there mm-hmm. isn't he um, but I think he is going to he will be on the bench initially he may... I mean, if Dobson gets injured, he's straight in, you'd imagine. Um, but Keats has hinted um, at a formation change. He said Ronan does give him more options. Yeah. So maybe for away games, might look to go 4-5-1. I
0: was going to say, would he would he change the formation for that, or to, to, to bring Ronan into it, if he is that good? Because I, I agree, I think he would be great in like a three. I'm not sure about him in mean a two.
1: Yeah, in a 3 it he'd be perfect, yeah. wouldn't they? Um It'd be a real. I don't. I don't know if Keats will change the system. That's the thing. He's he's a four four two man. I mean, he's hinted at it. I, I wonder if he, when he said that, he was more thinking within games. If he needs to see out a game, go four five one. But I I think he's a four four. He's primarily a four four two manager. And we're all sort are of just so well drilled in this system sure. now. Um, I mean, it's incredible watching these teams thirty five yards from goal because they just cannot get through with these two banks no. of four. Um they're having pot shots from distance. I mean, there's some stat going around that I think Walsall have had the most shots against them in the Football League this season. Yeah. Um, but it's because everyone's having a go from 30. yards. I was yards. gonna
0: say they, that's not that's not to say that they've been, you know, bombarded with with shots on goal or whatever. You know, what I mean it's just people having pot shots from a quite a long distance out. They don't mind that. Go and have a shot there yeah, if you the, want.
1: They're resorting to it basically. The yeah. opposition are resorting to it. And you you think at times when they have come under pressure the biggest one was Wimbledon away. They came under an awful lot of pressure. But again, Liam Roberts has not really had a save to make. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and that's because they're defending so well. Individually, they're defending well. But in the system, they're defending well. They really, really know their jobs. Um, so that's why I can't see Keats making massive changes to the system. <clears throat> but that said, it would be nice to have a plan B,
0: wouldn't it? And, and look, going into Saturday's game, we'll talk about that later on in the podcast some great options to have from the bench which is, which is brilliant because if you need to change a game then goodness me someone like Connor Ronan could quite easily do that
1: yeah absolutely um, he's, he could make a really big impact couldn't he especially coming in for 20 minutes if you need a goal maybe I think mm. he could be huge but just on the bench full stop I mean it looks very much like Josh is going to be fit this weekend Sally Ismails available Can yes you, um, you <laughs> what's that
0: just Ginelli Ishmael Ferrier oh I can't wait I'm buzzing I'm buzzing to I'm buzzing
1: um, but Kieran Morris has been so good.
0: Uh, yeah, um, okay. I know,
1: I know. Are you, you dropping him?
0: I might do, yeah.
1: on three he scored on three consecutive Tuesdays. Well, it's
0: not a Tuesday, we're playing on Saturday. That, is true. that is true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't believe you used the word baby. It's the worst word ever. It's a great word. Oh, I hate that word when no, people I. say that. The only time you should use the word baby is when it is an actual baby. Okay. I've got a 14-month-old baby.
0: Yeah.
1: But ba- Oh, no. Okay, so should you call your wife
0: baby? Uh, no, no, and no, it's horrific.
1: Oh, yeah. right, sweetheart. <laughs> um, so you're dropping Morris, are you? Yeah. 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 I think we'll it'd Josh be really, really harsh to drop Kieran. Um, but then Josh gives you so much down that left. It's a really tough call. But let's just be glad we've got the options. Absolutely. Because in the past, we just haven't had them. In the We just have not had them. So it's it's exciting. It's really exciting. Look, leave
0: one table, OK? I mean,. I don't think even in anyone's wildest dreams would you think that, yes, yeah, six games gone, fifth in the table, played six, won four, drawn two, undefeated, only conceded five goals, level with the likes of Barnsley, and tied for third, basically. Only only Peterborough and Portsmouth bettered them. I mean, do you think Dean Keats goes back at home sometimes after a long day at Essington and goes, Fair it's unbelievable this, I can't believe this start. I think Keats must be a part
1: of him that can't quite believe there just must be how a lot
0: well they've done. Grafted, no problem or something. But we saw him, we saw him preseason and stuff. <laughs> and you read a lot, you going into, a lot, you a lot into this, and, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I have because because the way that he is now and the way that he was before it's night and day. But he, and look, credit him. And he's got to get a hell of a lot of credit, Dean Keats, for, for for turning this on its head, so to speak. But there must be, like you say, a little part of him goes, I can't, "This is beyond my wildest dreams so far."
1: Um, Potentially, potentially. I think um, it's a difficult one, because I think he had a lot of bad luck in the window, which then turned into a bit of luck. Yeah. Um, So, he went on record multiple times to say missed out on targets. Um, He was close to a lot of players, and I think they did just, in the end, also were gazumped for wages. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't matter too much, because he did have a long list of targets, but...
0: But do you think it shocked him in the summer, you know, his finances are what he was allowed, or do you think he would have been told that last season when he, when he joined late on?
1: No, I think he would have He always known the finances he had available to okay. him. Um, I think I do think, potentially, in the window, when he was struggling to get players in, I do think the purse strings were loosened slightly. Um, just because, it, well, I mean, things were desperate. Let's not Before that Plymouth game, that day when we made all those sign-ins, yeah. things were looking a bit bleak. Um, and I think, perhaps, in the build-up to that, and I think that led to the Morgan Ferrier deal, which is... What I'm going on to with he had a lot of bad luck and it turned into good luck because mm-hmm. Keats is a big Ferrier fan, however, it came into the public domain yeah. that he had a 35 grand release course. Now, Morgan Ferrier is worth an awful lot more money than 35,000 mm-hmm. pounds, but it was made public when Trammer.
0: Baco
1: Yoko's worth 200 grand. Um, but yeah, we won't go into that, we'll okay. avoid, avoid that subject. Um, but Ferrier. Yeah, Tranmere had this dispute with Bore Word Wood. It was made public that it was 35 grand. And I think Keats said, we, we have to get this player, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so he missed out on one or two. Uh, and I think he's landed the better player, um, without a shadow of a doubt, I think, in Ferrier. And I think Ferrier's been key to this start, absolutely key. But yeah. it's Cook and Ferrier that have been key. Keats always wanted Cook. Um, I do think, so to answer your question, I do think Keats is surprised a little bit. I think everyone's a little bit surprised at how well they've done. But I do think, when Keats went to Scunthorpe last season and also lost that game 1-0, Scunthorpe were dreadful mm. and was sixth. Mm. And I do think Keats probably looked at that game and thought, do you know what? With the right, right additions and the right organisation, yeah. you can go an awful long way in this league. Um, so I, do always, I always think he, even though he said the primary aim was to make sure they were not looking over their shoulder, yeah. I do think he always fancied his chances mm. of finishing the top half.
0: I'm just saying, because I mean, you know, speaking to the fans outside, we've done a few games now this season, it's been, it has honestly been a joy and a pleasure to watch them at, at times. They play some great football. Um, is it the fans, speaking to the fans afterwards, and I'm saying, you know, what, what are your thoughts of the season? There's a few of them are saying, look, solid mid-table, will be good, and we can build on that, but there's plenty. who are like, look, if we can be in and around the playoffs back, back into the season, then why not? Why the hell not? And that's what it is, isn't it? Like, you should, don't set any goals, don't set any targets, because you just don't know what can happen and leave one such a strange league in itself.
1: Yeah, well, if you ask those fans before a ball had been kicked, they'd have all said, "We'll just take staying up." And now, 100%. No one hundred percent. And now, no one's even talking about the bottom half. They're mm-hmm. saying worst-case scenario, top half. Some people are talking about promotion. It's fun to say now. Let's yeah. just stay up. We- exactly. Exactly. Boom, boom. Exactly. It's amazing how quickly things turn around. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I do. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I just have to say, I goes. So I do think. Um, I really, I do think they're going to be top half. I, five really do fancy them. I fancy I Really them. fancy them. Yeah.
0: Um, and if they can keep that, and like I said, sometimes you've got a really good 11, but then afterwards you're struggling, but now with these signings and stuff like that, and there's competition for plays and that's what I think a lot of the guys are saying to you now, is that I've got to pull my socks up, because if I don't, I'll be out the team, and that's only good going forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nicky Devlin, actually, I haven't used his quotes yet, but he did say he, he's fight, he's played every game pretty much, but he is fearful, because mm-hmm. he knows if he has a bad game... So yeah. Kane Wilson could come in and play and he might not play again this season with the way the lads are playing. He believes that. Mm-hmm. They really are fighting for their, fighting for their places. Look, there's so many players I like in the team. There's so many players to be excited by. I can't praise Dean Keats enough for the way he's got this team organised.
0: He's got that excitement back at the bankses, which is what you need, into it? Because last season was so flat. And it's so just nice fun. to see smiles
1: on faces. Yeah, and just optimism. And just, that's so, it's what you deserve in August, isn't it? You've got to be able to go into the season with being optimistic. You yeah. can't be thinking, looking over your shoulder already, thinking, oh, what, what's the year going to be like ahead? So everyone's optimistic, everyone's excited. Um, I think they've got a cracking chance. I don't, I mean, I think the top two, I don't think they've got any chance that, no. being honest. I just think the strength of Barnsley and Sunderland and Portsmouth and Peterborough, I think those four teams, I mean, with the budgets they've got, mm. I mean, they should um, yeah. w- really secure those top four places. Sure. But I don't see any reason why Warsaw can't finish between fourth and, say, no. tenth. No. And there's going to be six, seven, eight points between them. Absolutely. But I fancy, I just, if they can keep going, I mean, if they can keep this organisation, they're going to have a chance. And they have got good players. that's the bottom line. Just go get Carry on.
0: Got a game for you. Thank you, Joe. really interesting. Got a game for you, baby. Got oh, no. sweetheart. Go on. You ready? Yeah. It's called fill in the blank. It's a segment. It's called oh, fill no, in the blank. I don't like these. Fill things. in the blank. Okay. You, what do you mean you don't like?
1: If I don't know the answer, then look alright. Tall, aren't I?
0: No, it's impossible <laughs> not to know the answer. It's impossible. that uh, it worries me even more. If it's no, impossible not. No, no yeah. it's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So, do you know what the game? <laughs> what is it? Blankety blank. No. All right, so fill in the blanks. So what do you think the game involves? Words. Oh, well, yeah, kind of words. It's basically your predictions, okay? So I'm, I'm going to give you a sentence, and you have to... Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Here we go. Okay, you ready? Well, you're, you're working out pretty quickly, okay? Yeah. Here we go. Joseph Massig. Joseph Massig, have you got a middle name? I have. Michael. Joseph Michael Massig, on the 15th of August, which is three days before opening day, the Gillian game, yeah? Yeah. Three days before, Okay. Where did you think Warsaw would finish blank in League One? Fourteenth. Fourteenth in League One season. Yeah, Armelous, I'm all yeah, all right, okay. It's okay, yeah, yeah. okay. On the sixth of September, do you know what day the sixth of September is? No. It's today, Joe. It's today. Right. As we stand here today, or sit, as because you're sitting in the podcast, Warsaw will finish blank in League One. Mm-hmm. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Sure. Or oh, sixth. No, you can't you can't. Oh, sixth. It. No, is one more? Sixth.
1: One. Sixth. Yeah. Change it from eighth to sixth. I quite fancy our chances of like finishing just outside the playoffs oh. this year but giving it a real good go next year. Okay. I feel like I like I like things that build over time. Um but yeah, I'm to, yeah. Oh yeah. Sixth. Kay. Yeah. Eighth. I but don't know. <laughs> 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 a difficult game. I
0: know, I know, I know. Dean Keats has been a blank since he joined Walsall?
1: Revelation. Yes! Yeah, absolute revelation.
0: Okay, ready? Blank will finish Walsall's top goal scorer this season. Morgan Ferrier. Morgan Ferrier. Blank will be player of the year. George Dobson. Oh, George Dobson. Yeah. Care to expand on that?
1: He's just outstanding. Um, like I said at the start, um, he's just come on absolutely leaps and bounds. What more could you possibly want from a central midfielder? He gets box to box, he breaks up play. He switches the player. he gives absolutely everything every week. Um, he's got goals in him, he hasn't scored yet this season, but I do think he'll chip in with a couple. Um, I said it. I might have said it before, but when we lost 3-2 to Wimbledon, 2-0 uh, up, lost 3-2, mm. basically staring relegation in the face after that game. Yeah, It was George Dobson after the game that stood up and t- spoke to the press. A lot of senior players didn't want to do it. He came out and did it at 19, 20 years old. Fair said point. then, if we had a team full of George Dobsons, Walsall would be absolutely fine, I stand by that. Mm-hmm. Um, Smashing lad, smashing player is gonna be outstanding, I think. And
0: just just going back to your Morgan Ferrier shout for for Warsaw's top goal gold score. I mean, I think you probably thought maybe Andy Cook at the start of the season, but you've kind of changed your mind on that now. I
1: do think Andy Cook is gonna get fifteen goals this season. That's you're my tip yeah. Yeah, really like fan. Yeah, really good.
0: Really good. There's a couple yeah. of people saying that, that maybe, you know, Josh Gordon could be pushing for a, a starting spot, but you're you know Andy Cook I'm through Andy, and through through and through. Okay, good yeah. stuff. Uh, the Warsaw player um, with his position most at threat is blank. Oh, that's a good question. Well, that's what, that's, that's, that's in my notes. That's um, what I do. It's my job.
1: Do, 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 do. The Warsaw play with his position most at threat is blank. I think it's maybe Nicky Devlin. Yeah. As lovely as... But, uh, cause Nothing Kane, wrong with
0: that. I'm not saying that they're playing badly. I'm just saying with people coming through.
1: Because I think him and, there's not a lot to separate him and Kane Wilson. They've both, they're both got potential to be very good League One yeah. right back. So we've got two, strength and depth there. And then yeah after that yeah i would say nicky devlin i think everyone else i mean it's the ronin thing's interesting but i just can't see him getting past george dobson so i think yeah nicky devlin
0: okay uh and the last one last one of the of yeah. the of this segment. um the player a player who is not involved at the moment but could play a big role moving forward is blank oh not involved at this moment in time, but could play a big role moving forward is blank. So can
1: I go Josh Gordon for that? Yeah. Um, So I think, I do think Cook and Ferrier are are massive to this team. I think Cook's had some harsh criticism after the last game when all Walsall's players looked tired. He did look tired. There's no doubt about that. Um, But I think he's absolutely integral to the way Walsall play. They need a target man. They've needed one for years, in my opinion. Um, He is that man. They can play through him. They can get, they can, Luke Leahy, players like that, have got such good delivery. Josh Ginelli, that they need Cook in that side. However, um, you can't go through the season with two strikers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there are going to be games when... Ad- so Blackpool on Saturday, Curtis Till, for example, was pretty comfortable
0: against Andy Cook. There will yeah. be
1: games when he comes up against centre-backs like that when maybe someone a little bit more nimble, a little bit more quick will be more useful.
0: Blackpool centre-backs, though, are some of the best in the league, though, aren't they? I mean, they, that's a tough test for anyone.
1: I think so. I think Curtis Till, he saw um, a deadline day move to Ipswich not go through. They were chasing him all summer. I thought he looked like a championship defender on Saturday. Yeah. Um, he's got one hell of a leap on him. Um, he's brilliant in the air. I think he's a real... Walsall-born as well. Mm. He's from Walsall. Um, I thought he was a really good Saturday. So yeah, but games like that, for example, when you come up against sure. a centre-back pairing like that, maybe Cook could make way. Um, but he's got to learn,
0: because he, he's learning as well, isn't he, all the time? That's a massive step up for him, and he'll probably be for the better for, for learning You know, against a top-quality centre-back like that, and he's got, he'll have to adapt as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, he is learning. I mean, that's the thing, because with Walsall's squad, you talk about the inexperience, and there's, there are older players there. Cookie is 26, 27 years old, but it's his first season in the Football League. He, just because he's a bit older doesn't mean he's not inexperienced. Yeah. Um, he absolutely has to learn. He, he's playing against defenders who... I've got better movement. Um, he, his movement's going to have to improve. There's no doubt about that. But it will improve over, over time, and that's why I've got no doubt really that he will get his 15 goals this season. But yeah, so I think Gordon over a 46 game season will he might not he might start 10 games. Yeah, but I think he may he'll have a big role to play.
0: Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. See, it wasn't too bad for no, the that's all right, that was fine. You sure? Fine. You yeah, were yeah. nervous before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll look after you. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, we've got some questions. Questions from the peeps. Question time. Okay. Here we go. Questions <clears> time. Now you're excited about this, aren't you? Yeah. Right. I keep telling you when you put the questions out, don't start replying to people. Okay. That's for this. I that's for this podcast. I stopped. I stopped. I don't, know, I don't know. I saw a couple of replies. You even saying thank you to people. That's nothing wrong with that. We'll do it afterwards. Do it afterwards. Okay. Spears does not reply to anyone. Yeah,
1: but Spears has gone all big time, hasn't yeah, he? That's yeah, the yeah, Wolves' way. That is. Now, yeah, it just
0: ignores us now. You're always fully yourself. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. First one. Love this. Love this handle from little old Warsaw. Little, little old, old, old Warsaw. Joseph Massey. Um, he said, "I love your work. You're one of my favourite people of all time." Now I've, I've added all that in. He said, "Any news on the sale of the club?
1: Any news on the sale of the club? Right. Floor is yours." Floor is mine. Yes. So, if you are listening to this and you want to go make a cup of tea, now well, is the time. All 700
0: of you from last week, by the way. Thank you very much. 700. 700. I think 700
1: is really good going,
0: don't you? Well, the Albion podcast sometimes gets eight, 900, and that's been going for more than a year. So, to get 700 on the first effort is thank you so much, everyone listening. Thank and if you, you very want to much. email us before Joe goes and um, takes the floor, Warsaw Podcast uh, at Warsaw Podcast at expressandstar.co.uk. UK. Take it away, Joseph Massey.
1: Okay, so this will be a long answer. And this is something I've actually wanted to talk about on the podcast because I don't feel like I can speak on it with the authority that I I need to put it in the paper. Mm -hmm. Basically, my rule is if I'm writing something in the paper, it's it's 100% right. I'm not going to put it in the paper unless it's bang on. Yeah, This is my... Reading of the situation. Okay, so it's not my understanding. We often write in newspapers if we, if it says the Express and Star understands that's because mm-hmm. we know something really that mm-hmm. um, we can't say how we know it. This is not my understanding. This is reading between the lines. This is from talking to people um, ab- who just in the ra- just talking to people around these things. So,
0: Joe, this is what the podcast is for. That's why people tune in for for for, for segments like this. So, please, I'm, I'm intrigued.
1: So, this is this is how I feel about it. So. Jeff Bonser is a very, very, well, he's a controversial owner. There's no doubt about it. And the reason why he's a controversial owner, as all Saddlers fans will know, is because he owns the club and he owns the ground as separate entities. Mm-hmm. So Walsall Football Club pay Jeff Bonser £400,000 each year in rent to, pay, to play at their own ground. Yes. It's a, it's a bizarre scenario.
0: It's, it's hard to get your head around. It's some. hard
1: to get your head around. Um, that money goes into a pension fund of which Jeff Bondson and his brother are beneficiaries. Um, and it is very, very odd. Um, so let's start if we start on the bad for Jeff, okay? So what it sits very, very uncomfortable com- comfortably with me, as it does a lot of Warsaw fans, that Jeff has made makes so much money from Warsaw Football Club. I think the saying in football is, the quickest way to become a millionaire is to start as a billionaire, isn't mm-hmm. it? You don't. There's not. It's, it's hard to make money in football. If sure. you're an owner, you go in. You expect to lose money. Really, mm-hmm. it's sort of a, a labour of love. Isn't there's it? Very few
0: people make profit from it. Yeah.
1: Very few people who make profit from it. However, Jeff Bonser has made an awful lot of money out of Warsaw Football Club, and he's doing that, and he's running the club on a shoot on what what is one of the lowest budgets in League One. They're not splashing out. Transfer fees for players very mm-hmm. rarely are they. Mm-hmm. They pay l- some of the lowest um, wages to players. So, whoever is manager, whether it's Dean Keats, John Whitney, Dean Smith, whoever, they are operating almost with one hand tied behind the back. Because even a club like Scunthorpe who are one of the f- clubs who get lower attendances than Walsall, mm-hmm. they are paying significantly more wages um, than Walsall, and that's why players that's why players go there ahead of the Saddlers. It's as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Um, so. It's very uncomfortably with me that Jeff does make this money from Walsall and he's not putting more into the playing budget for whoever his manager is. Um, And that's why fans are understandably angry. However, there is another side to the coin and it's that Walsall get... And I think sometimes this is lost on fans but I think this is the ultimate bottom line, is Walsall get attendances of 4,700. That was the average attendance of last season, mm-hmm. 4,700. Yeah. Um, that is a gate that if you made a league table of attendances, they would be in League Two if you dotted them all up, if you know what I mean. Sure. So they were 17th last season, 17th lowest attendance in the league, but one of those teams below them was Blackpool. Um, to which Blackpool, everyone knows what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Fans are boycotting the club, so yeah. I mean, if it, if Blackpool got taken over tomorrow, mm-hmm. th- their attendances would soar. Yeah. So essentially, Walsall are the 18th lowest attendance in League One. Mm-hmm. I've got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven clubs who had higher attendances than them in League Two last season. Wow. So they have they are in League Two in terms of attendances. Sure. Under Jaff, Walsall have establish themselves firmly 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 establish themselves as a league one club
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so despite what people say they are they are batting above their average
0: yeah
1: um they've gone into the championship under jeff um stayed there stayed up and then got relegated back they've gone into league two under jeff Mm -hmm. but immediately gone back to league one
0: yeah
1: vast vast majority of seasons with jeff they are in league one um so he's stabilized the club and every year they post a profit which is remarkable. Mm-hmm. There's not many clubs in the Football League that post a profit. Sure. Um, so, in that sense, business wise, he's doing a very, very good job. And he's got great, they do put on all these events and all these things that generate money. So, if you leave the Banks of Stadium at the time I leave, which is about an hour and a half after kickoff, I'll walk out. And every time I walk out, there's people walking past me, all glamorous, all dressed up for the night mm-hmm. because they're having an evening in the swing suite. Yeah. You look at that giant advertising hoard in the venue. We can't, you
0: can't miss it, can you? Yeah, the
1: venue. The venue. That hoard. That that um, big advertising board brings in a lot of money. So in terms of being like, I mean, not, these are not all Jeff's ideas. He's employed people who has brought yeah, these things in, but under his stewardship, they have come in, and because of his ownership, we're all sort of very business savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, look, it's not exciting. It doesn't mean you're going to go and spend three hundred k on a striker, sure. which is what fans want. Yeah. But they are breaking even, and they are punching above their weight. Mm-hmm. But Jeff, undoubtedly, could do more. Now, it's, from what from reading between the lines, I believe Jeff wants to sell. Fans want him gone. There's no doubt about it. Fans want him out. 100%. They want him gone. Um, I think Jeff is hurt by that.
0: Well, he stayed away for a long time.
1: Stayed away for a long time. I think he doesn't understand why people don't see the good he's done. Right. I think people are fixated on the fact that they're operating on one of the lowest budgets in the league and that ham- hamstrings them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, from what I believe, he is ready to sell. We've heard figures bounded around that the ground itself is worth about £5 million, um, which... Walsall would have bought if Troy Deeney had moved a couple of years ago for 30. They basically would have got a £5 million sell-on.
0: So that's the ground. Is that the car park as well? Yeah, it's
1: everything. So it's the, it's the ground, it's the car park, it's the AstroTurf at the back. Right. That is basically worth £5 million. Yeah. The club is worth, if you look at the accounts, is roughly worth about £3 million. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jeff owns them both. Mm-hmm. Walsall, therefore, is worth £8 million. Um, now, this this is the issue that I don't think Walsall fans can get their heads around well not all of them because a lot of them can but some of them can't get their head around is I think Jeff wants to sell he's in his
0: why do you think he wants to sell
1: just because of his time of life I think he's unhappy with the way he's portrayed I think he thinks he should be seen as Walsall's saviour when he's really seen as something completely opposite Mm -hmm. um and I think he just, at his age, he's in his 70s, I just think he thinks, do you know what? I'll sell the club, maybe get keep my seat on the board, bank the money, look after my family. Sure.
0: I've,
1: I've done it, he's done yeah. it, hasn't he? He's, yeah. he's ticked every box, really, yeah. for being an owner. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that Walsall get 4,700 people through the gates every week. And I think this is what this is the issue. So, you need to find someone who has got eight million pounds to buy <clears throat> Walsall football club.
0: And do we think that, that is that he would sell at eight million pounds? Well we're
1: speculating, we are purely speculating, yeah. but there is a logic to that the ground's worth five million and the club's worth three. There's a logic to mm. that figure. So if we if we I think we're safe to speculate at eight million. Okay. Now you have to find someone who's willing to pay eight million pounds mm-hmm. for Walsall. Mm-hmm. But why would you pay eight million? If you're looking to buy a club in League One, you can if you want, you can go and buy Walsall for eight million, or you can maybe go and buy Plymouth. For, just for example.
0: And you want someone that's got growth there with, with attendances. Well,
1: Plymouth get 9,400. Their average attendance last season was 9,400. Mm. So Walsall get 4,700. Yeah. So there's 5,000 difference.
0: Yeah.
1: That a week for a home game, if everyone's paying £20 a ticket, is 100 grand, a £100,000 for every home game more mm. if you buy Plymouth. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you buy Plymouth?
0: Right, you would.
1: Yeah. Um. If you're if you've got no interest in the Saddlers at all, if you're not a fan, then there are more attractive options in League One available, and I think that's the issue. Like, if we if you won thirty five million tomorrow on the Euro Millions, I wouldn't be
0: here. I wouldn't be doing the podcast in a few weeks. You wouldn't weeks. be here. No
1: chance. But you wouldn't buy an obscure French second division team, would you? No. Well, outside of the West Midlands, in, in, around the world, Walsall are an obscure third division English football team. Yeah. It's going to take something special for someone to come and buy them. Yeah, or
0: someone has an affinity with them. It needs
1: someone to have an affinity with the club. Mm. Well, there's not that many people who have got £8 million and have got an affinity with Walsall. Sure. Um, so I think that's the issue. Fans will say Jeff should sell it for less, he should do them a favour. I mean. He's not going to do that, though, is he's he? He's not going to do that, is he? I mean, no one who's got. No, you'd never say to any other businessman, "Oh, you've got a business that's worth five million. Please resell yeah. it for 3 You just know they'd say no, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I know it's a football club. I know it's different, um, but it's just not going to happen. He's not going to sell it for less. He's a businessman.
0: And do you think that that could happen? Do you think there is a chance that they could that, that Warsaw could that he could sell it? I Jeff just wonder, do you think someone's going to come along or do you think this is just going to roll and roll and roll and roll and it's probably, it's probably going to be there in five years' time?
1: I think it's going to roll and roll and roll you and do, roll. Yeah. Um, I just can't see someone coming forward with the money. And I think it's a lose-lose for everyone because yeah. I think Jeff wants to go. Yeah. I think fans want him out. Because um, like I
0: say, you need someone who's not expecting to make money on this on, on, on the situation, really.
1: Yeah, and you need you need a Saddler's fan who's super 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 mm. rich I mean look there are people out there who want to invest in football clubs there are of course there are but they will have more attractive options to them if they've got no affinity with the club they're buying and just Plymouth off the top of my head like that is, is, is an example yeah. um, because they bring in an extra £100,000 every mm. home game you can't argue with the numbers
0: and the catchment area is so small as well
1: exactly yeah and you've got, yeah, and you've got Villa and Al everyone's on your doorstep mm. aren't
0: they mm. so you want one who's got kind of like free reign of a, of a bigger area so to speak
1: I think everyone's a bit like, oh, Jeff's hamstring in the club, oh, Jeff needs to go, Jeff needs to go, blah, blah. I think there's a lot of criticism towards Jeff. The irony is I think Jeff's probably sat there going, bring me the money, bring me the money, I want to go, I want to go. But
0: You know what's going to happen? Troy will will get sold at 34, 35 years old for 250 grand.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we'll get 25% of that and it'll be absolutely nothing. Yeah, Um, Yeah. 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 that's what's going to happen. So I think we're at a real standoff. We're at a standoff that doesn't suit anybody. Yeah. Who knows um, what's going to happen in the future? Uh, it's just, uh, it's God knows. God knows what's going to happen. It's really, really odd. Um, but I can't. Say, I think Jeff Bonds is going to be there for a long time. And what I will say um, is, he's very, very, very hands on. Hmm. When I go to, um, I've said two words to Jeff in my whole life. What? One was morning, and the other one was hello. Um, when I got this job, it was made very clear he wouldn't talk to press. No all, point in changing his mind. No, will not speak at all. But he knows um, who, you are. He knows who, oh, he knows who you are. he knows who I am. Of course, he knows who I am. But he's always at the training ground. Mm-hmm. He's he's always about. He's very very hands on. So he does he does enjoy it. He does want to be a part of it. He is desperate. Does he enjoy?
0: It? That's what I'm saying. Does he enjoy? It? Does he enjoy the experience of a match day? Does he enjoy um, watching Warsaw? Is he you know is he flamboyant in his in his you know. When they score and going crazy. I mean, what is he really enjoying the experience? I think,
1: yeah. I mean. Or is it more of
0: a job to him?
1: I was told he was, he was very excited about the appointment of Dean Keats and where he thought the team could go this season. But right. you never see owners jumping around and going mad, do you? Um, but I think he would just be happier in a more backgroundy role. Yeah. Um, a lot of directors on the board, people don't even know their names. And I think that would suit Jaffna.
0: So, Joe, the, I mean, the, the question to come out of that is, is you know, yeah, that was a long answer, you have it? £10 million pounds to spend. I'm going to give you 10 million quid now. Would you buy Warsaw? Walsall? Oh, 100%. I'd buy him. No, you wouldn't. Of course 10 I would quid. Yeah, Oh, i love it, yeah. Would you? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see. Would you? You'd you be like, no, me. I'm not speaking to that. Oh, I'd ban the Express and Star straight away. we lockdown.
1: absolute <laughs> lockdown. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'd buy him, yeah. If, really? Maybe I'm not, sure your wife would be delighted about yeah, spending
0: 85% of your of your earnings on Walsall. We'd be all right Walsall. with 10 million, though, wouldn't we? I don't know. Can you can you live on two million quid these days?
1: I I could. I don't know if you could, but I definitely yeah, can. I struggle to be fair.
0: Um, great answer though. Enjoyed that. That's all what the podcast is for. And so you see, peeps, you won't get this in the paper. You get it on the podcast. So congratulations to you if you tune in this week because I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was very engaging, Joe. Thank you. Um, right. Can't do that about every question though. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, that's is my issue. A bit more isn't it? quick fire now. Quick no, it's, fire, fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine, it's fine, it's fine. You know, it's only me and you on this week, so it's all good. Um but but, 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 but. right. And um, Chris at Dace Wine, D A C E Wine, I don't know whether that's a plug for his wine company or not. Um, <laughs> Dean Keats has shown the way to dip into the non league to get banged for his buck, but that's because he was in touch with that scene. In my opinion, it's the best it's the best way forward for us. But what scouting system is in place to ensure we can do this going forward? A glorious one. Um, a glorious... Uh, a glorious scouting system a yeah, glorious question? A glorious scouting
1: system. A okay. very good question. Very mm-hmm. good question. Um, Thank you. But one you perhaps should know the answer to because we have done quite a few stories on it. Ooh, um, ooh, you can't... Poor, poor lad's putting uh, put a question here. You can't, you can't slate him on air. I'm not slating him. I'm not slating him. But we um, we all know that for the past couple of years we've we'll sort of not had a scouting system. You just lost a listener there. Sorry. <laughs> okay. um, at which is... One of those things that you can't get your head round. I think it's a given. In if you spoke to an average football fan on the street, it wouldn't be like has a, f- a club got a scouting system. You just yeah. assume they've got one. I think that's perfectly a fair assumption. Mm. Um, also, haven't had a scouting network. They've done an awful lot of work on a computer system called Y Scout, um, which is great if you like watching players on a screen. But who really does? I think you've got to watch them in the flesh, haven't you? Um, Are you
0: a FIFA fan or not? No, not really. No, I can't. so we've only I mean, did a bit in the office today. No. So Catfield spent? How many hours did he spent? 400 hours over the last 300, year. Three hundred fifty hours. So that's Tom Leecher. He's our, our new football, digital football intern mm-hmm. who's um, who's listening to the podcast today. And um, about three hundred fifty hours of, of his year on FIFA. You can see how many how many hours you played. I mean, yeah, I've got better things to do than spend three hundred fifty hours on a computer game.
1: I mean, I have clocked up days on Football Manager, weeks. See, uh, Football
0: Manager's different, though. That's, that's not really, that's real life, really. But I can't get into FIFA, you know.
1: You can't? No. Is that because you're not very good at it? No, I'm good, mate. I'm surprisingly oh. good at it. Okay. Like, my mates who have got it, uh, I can play them and beat them. I don't even own a console or anything. But I get bored by like the second or third game. Yeah. To me, it's just the same thing. And I suppose people will say that about Football Manager, wouldn't they? But I'm just not into it. No, not for
0: I'm just not into
1: it. it. I, couldn't, I can't be bothered to sit there and just, no, it's not for me.
0: You'd rather be doing podcasts with me
1: much rather be doing a podcast with you. Um, scouting system. So, th- one of the first things Dean Keats has done is employ a chief scout, mm-hmm. full time member of staff at Walsall, um, who scouts players and also takes in the opposition. Um, amazing to think that Walsall weren't watching their opposition before they were playing them in seasons gone by, but they weren't. They were watching them on this Y Scout um, computer system, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But now Dean Keats has every team watched multiple times. And to continue the Dean Keats feel good factor, that he's set up a scouting network of former Saddlers players. Now this is basically jobs for the boys. It's your mates pulling you out of a hole, really. Yeah. Um, So it's a selection of Saddlers players who are close to Dean Keats, who care about the club, who are going to watch games for him Mm -hmm. and being paid to watch those games and those players. So they're not on full-time contracts, they're not permanent scouts, they're not not full-time employees, probably is the best way to put it, like Gary Jenkins, who is. However, Dean Keats has now got an army of people, mm. some in the South, some in the North, some in the Midlands, mm-hmm. who he can ring up and say, can you go and look, watch this player for the next three sure, games? Sure, I'll sure. give you X amount. Yeah. And he then decides after, I can't remember if he said it, if it was three or four games, he then takes that report, and if yeah. he likes it, he then goes with that scout uh-huh. to watch that player himself a couple of times. Okay. So that's the way it's working now. Um, amazing to think it wasn't happening, but it's just the way it should be done. Yeah, it's absolutely. so much more professional. Yeah. Um, And that is hopefully why over the next couple of years, we'll see some gems um, plucked from non-league. Because like the person who asked the question, I really believe that's the way to go. There's Mm. so many gems out there. They're cheap. They're hungry. They want it. Um,
0: It's definitely the way for Warsaw to go. Good stuff. Rob Harvey. uh, The Rob Harvey underscore. Can you discuss the similarities and wild, not, not, not just differences, wild differences between the Dean Smith near promotion squad and this one?
1: I don't think there are a lot of similarities, um, which is strange, really, because I think they're two teams that I do think we're still going to compete at the top end this season. And obviously, Dean Smith's side were there all the way through, yeah. just missed out at the end. They're different. Like to me, they are completely different teams. I mean, this, the team we've got now plays great football, but it's more, it's more aggressive. It's attacking, but it's aggressively attacking. If, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a four-four-two. Everyone knows their jobs. There's two wingers. There's two centre forwards. Um, it's a defensive midfielder and a box-to-box. Um, um, everyone knows what they're doing. Um, Dean Smith's side was a lot more fluid, a lot more um, flow. It's flowing football. Um, so there are, I think, there are a lot, a lot of differences between the two teams. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll just have to go see over time. Can we say we're being interrupted for this podcast? Because I've completely lost my trailer. No, thought. no, it's
0: okay. Keep going. It's fine. Someone's walked in on the podcast, people. We're just looking some technical potential glitches in the newsroom. So that is, due oh, to, glitches due, in due to the newsroom. Internet being down.
1: That's better than tr- trying to stay quiet. I think because I completely lost my trailer for then. Okay. So different. So what we're doing? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of differences. I think this team's really aggressive. I think t- Smith's team had a little bit more sort of was a l- maybe a little bit more pleasing on the eye, but perhaps didn't have that same like hunger and desire, that attitude. Um, the, the similarities are that. Both of them were, are, are packed with very good footballers. And I think um, goals can come from everywhere in both teams. I think, um, I mean, the, the player that really excited me in that promotion near miss season was Rico Henry. I mean, he was outstanding at left back and he chipped in with assists and goals as well. And then there was just goals from everywhere of Anthony Ford and Milan Laukovic, remain Sawyers, Tom Bradshaw got his obligatory 20 goals in a yeah. Sutherland shirt. Thank God we're
0: not facing him on Saturday.
1: Thank God. Um, but this team's the same. There's goals everywhere. Janelli, um, Ismail, Dobson, Osborne's going to chip in, Cook, Ferrier. I mean, Jack Fitzwater has set himself an 8-10 to 10 goal target for the season from centre-back. He hasn't scored yet. Um so he's going to chip in. He yeah, will chip in. Yeah. He got some.
0: He's he in some great positions.
1: Yeah, wins a lot in the air. Mm-hmm. Scored some big goals for Saddlers last season when he was on loan. So I think the similarities between both teams are his goals from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, they're two very very different sides. Both pleasing on the eye, but one more sort of swashbuckling. One more swashbuckling. What a, what a word that Do you is! Like that? Do you like oh, that? I love that. I haven't
0: heard that for years. Swashbuckling. Please it. put that in a headline at some point. All right. Well, I don't write the
1: headlines. Don't like writing headlines. Okay. But And then Keats is more aggressive, more, um, just more edgy. Yeah. They're more edgy. Mm. Um, I like that as
0: well. Edgy. Um, yeah. So there are a lot of differences. Next question then, Joe. Next question is from at Keith Thomas. Andy Cook or Josh Gordon on Saturday? Surprised with Cook against Blackpool, seemed to lose interest. But to be fair, before you even answered it, with, he's had a reply from Paul. PTW. F-C. I think another Cook-related question would be whether we are expecting too much from him. There is every chance that Blackpool centre-halves are the best he has ever faced, so should we cut him some slack? Um, I, was that Paul, was it the response? Paul response, yeah.
1: I am with Paul on this you're one. you with I Paul, you with Paul. By the way,
0: sorry it was a bit echoey. We, we did lose internet connection halfway through the podcast. We've come into the deepest, darkest cellar to finish it off, because we don't want to leave you leave you short at the end of the day. So, people hanging, might we? be a bit echoey, but it's all, it's all fine. <laughs> so, you know, carry on Yes, So from Keith and Paul, you're on, you're on Team Paul. I'm on Team Paul, yeah, Team Paul. Um, team think, Paul t-shirt's next podcast for love us. Love that, love that, yeah, love that. Um,
1: I am surprised at some of the criticism Cook has got for his performance um, against Blackpool on Saturday. I mean, it's all on social media. I think social media is a bit of a dark place, really, after a non-positive result of the weekend. but. Cook did get some stick. Um, He was tired, Um, there's no two ways about it. The team looked tired, they looked jaded, they looked off the pace. Cook perhaps maybe slightly more than some, well he he was probably less effectual than some players, but I'm a massive Cook fan. I think he's got a huge part to play on this team. I think the team is set up basically to get the best out of him. Uh, I think Wolfsler have been crying out for a target man for years. I do think Andy Cook is that man. Yes, he had a quiet game on Saturday, Um, But I think he's been really bright this season. Mm. He looks a threat to me. I think he's been so unlucky um, with some of the chances he's missed. Hit the post um, against Plymouth, hit the bar at Scunthorpe. I think he does need things to fall for him a little bit more. He got lucky with one at Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, But I thoroughly expect Cook to get 15 goals this season. I think he is going to be that good in League One. Um, yes, he get, he's going to have to work on his fitness, of course he is. He's come into the professional game late. Um, it's important to remember that. He has only been a professional footballer now or trained as a full-time footballer is probably the best way to say it yeah. for the past four years. So I think he's 27 years old. He is playing catch-up a little bit. Um, but I think it was a very, very partial criticism he got. In terms of Cook or Gordon, to answer the actual question, for me, the team is set up for Cook. Um, I think Gordon's going to have a big part to play um, over the next throughout the course of the season. But for me, Cook has got a play. He's one of the first names on the team. Shoot. So
0: you're still hoping for 15 goals for him. Um, will they have any more, has he got any more chances of scoring any more penalties though? I
1: don't think so.
0: No. no. So I say that, um, that, I mean, regardless of, of whether he's going to score 15 goals or not, obviously penalties help, but with him missing those penalties, even for a striker's confidence, that, that'll that still affect him, you know what I mean? I think a little bit.
1: I think it will affect his confidence, undoubtedly. But he has, I mean, certainly in the one against Macclesfield in the shootout, which he's effectively not scored from. He's missed. Because
0: I know he got the rebound. He's got yeah, the rebound. Course, yeah. So he's missed three but still, panels. it still niggles away, doesn't it, a little bit? It does niggle away. I think he just needs a little
1: bit of luck. I do. I think once he gets a goal that's, if he scored the, the Plymouth goal, for example, when he hit the post, sorry, against Plymouth, he turned really well in the box, smashed it against the inside mm. of the post. He's going to get those chances. He sure. will get those chances. One of those is going to go in, and I think from that point on, um, he's. I do think he's going to kick on and, and score regularly. Spoke to Nicky Devlin about him. He's um, drives in with Nicky Devlin and mm. Cook, and he, Nicky Devlin thinks the same thing. He thinks he is going to go on a run, Andy Cook. Mm. I really think he is. He's a goal scorer. It's what he does. He will. His confidence will be affected, but. He, it's not going to affect him too much. He just he will just get on with the job.
0: Miles Drake. Oh, this is a, this, I might be putting you on the spot here. You don't mind. You don't mind me putting on the spot,
1: do you? No, go on. No, you do. I you do, hate, hate yeah, hate yeah. It, yeah.
0: If you had to make a five-a-side team from each managerial reign during your time covering Warsaw, who would feature? Who would be in your five-a-side team? In my five-a-side, Has who would be in your five-a-side? Yes, yeah, so a 5 players, Five of your favourite players since you've been covering Warsaw. Who would you have, and why? That's a good question. Isn't it's isn't a great it? question. Um, you. You might have to have a big Neil in there, do you? Now he now he's a, he's a shot stopper in the Premier League, two penalty saves. He's in that team of the month, I think. Team of he the Lough month. Ridge, yeah, best yeah. goalkeeper
1: in the Premier League and all Who would have thought
0: NFL? it? Who would have thought it? Yeah. Um so Philippines number
1: one. He, yeah, yeah, Philippines he had to play, he played more games for the Philippines than actual professional football when he signed for Walsall. Incredible scenes. And now he's in the yeah, amazing. So you gotta have Effridge in goal, I mean, haven't yeah, you? I love yeah. Love Liam Roberts, he's gonna yeah. be amazing. He he is amazing, but for me, Effridge is number one. Okay.
0: Um, are you playing it in five or side? Are you playing? I'd say.
1: I see. I'm quite serious with my tactics in, f- in football all over. Okay. I'm very big on formations. Okay. Um. So one at the back. One at the back. Yeah, like okay. a, an absolute like. You're not going past the halfway line. They're either. not going past the halfway line. Okay. Absolutely not. Um. So you are you one two two here? One. a
0: 3 one three one. One three. three we got your goalkeeper. Oh yeah. Four, and four. Yeah. <laughs> Six in yeah. the five. No do we're doing so well. <laughs> 1-2-1? Or you're well, one, one, 2 one 1-2-1. 1-2-1, okay. 1-2-1. So who's your
1: one? Who's your defender? Um, My defender is going to be Jason McCarthy.
0: Jason McCarthy, okay. Jason McCarthy, why? Why? Because... In, in, you know, in a few sentences, because we haven't got long.
1: Okay, I mean all organized five or side links in the past. You need people who are reliable. And I reckon mm-hmm. you just turn up every week. okay. Good lad. Yeah, it's nice. It's like Nicky Devlin and Jason McCarthy. solid lads. Yeah, you yeah, can you could you could, put, you could bank on them. Yeah. Also, loads of energy, so he'll just do the job. Good It'll, stuff. Good tackle, he he'll can run. He'll yeah. Do yeah. Well. Good in the dressing room. Good in the dressing room. <laughs> 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 so I've got to pick two midfielders. Yeah. They would be. They would be. They would be. I'm going. I'm going for it. Yeah. I'm going for it. Yeah. Ozumba, Sawyers. Let's yeah. Just, let's just blitz them. I love it. Let's love just have, that. Let's just have more quality I love them. that. Let's love just that. go for it. Yeah. Um, and then Bradshaw banging them in. Bradshaw banging them in up front. Yeah. Dream team. Happy days.
0: Manager, Joe Massey. Me, yeah. Assistant manager, Dean Keyes.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, we'll go for that, yeah.
0: Orange man, Sean
1: O'Driscoll. <laughs> whoa, oh, whoa. Uh, we don't oh, talk about him.
0: Oh, I hated him. Um, right, okay. <laughs> uh, right, okay, here we go. Um, Right, um, a few people asking um, guests, guests on the show, guests on the show. Oh, are they? Yeah, so a few people calling for Marshy to get on. Uh, Marshy. To Marshy, we're going to get Marshy on. Aren't we? We're going to get Marshy on. Yeah,
1: Marshy is going to come on. Um, looking forward to that. We need. Yeah, to- he'll he'll just
0: be calm. He'll just he'll just go with chilled, go, yeah go yeah. with go with the popular view. Quiet. Yeah, won't won't uh, won't annoy anyone. It'd be carnage. Really, yeah, will Everywhere
1: it? he goes, there's carnage. Really? Yeah, not, sure.
0: not afraid to, to say what he's thinking, is he? He'll... Absolutely not afraid. That's Got... a good thing, though, sometimes. Oh, it's
1: brilliant it's brilliant for us. I think he's, I mean, I'm obviously biased, but I think he's the best columnist on the Express and Star by a country mile. I love that. Um, I think he's outstanding, um, and he's just such a... Sorry, lady. Steve Ball. <laughs> Billy. there you go. <laughs> um, and he's just such a lad. Yeah. He's just such a lad. Yeah. So we will get Marshy on um, eventually. He's busy with all sorts of things at the moment, but he has promised. He who it else will are we on. targeting? Briggsy, Briggs-y. Daniel, Briggs. Daniel Briggs, Daniel Briggs from the club. Inside track from Daniel yeah. Briggs. He's going to have to be careful what he says.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll try and give him free reign. It's fine. No one's uh, listening to this. It's fine. It'll, it'll be, be absolutely okay. fine. Just it? don't turn up at the bank's the, the following day. Um. And who else would like to hear? Who 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 would be your number one? You can have anyone you want on the Warsaw Podcast as a guest. Who would you want on the podcast?
1: Um, Bonza? Don't <laughs> <laughs> talk to me, Jeff, but comes in from the podcast. With a bit of banter. <laughs> um Who would I like number one?
0: Number one. Merce. Merson. Merson for the good old days. They'll get listens, but it wouldn't be popular, would it? But it would get listens. This is what, boys, this is what I got away with back in the day. (laughs) Oh, he got away with some stuff as well. He got away with some unbelievable stuff. Tune in to the next podcast for the stuff that Paul Merson got away with.
1: Uh, oh dear. number one would be. Might get might get Scott Laird. Yeah? I'd love Laird he's come on. Yeah. He's a lad. Is he? Uh
0: oh, sound as a pound. I feel like these these lads we should be doing it maybe on a night out. The podcast yeah, be rather than a brilliant than one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll Loose tongued.
1: Loose tongued. Love it. Love okay. it. But Good we're gonna get go guests and we're gonna get um some people um Paul Marston, cover the saddlers for God knows how many years. Yeah. He's very, very opinionated when it comes to All He's okay. going to be a great addition. Michael Beardmore will be coming Oh, yeah. I like, I like Michael. Um, at times. And then I will be hoping maybe one or two former players. We have had tentative talks. Oh, tentative talks.
0: Tentative talks. Any, tentative talks. Any money exchanged? Nothing yet. Mars bars? Uh, twixes? Twirls? Uh, curly or? whirlies?
1: Boosts? He's not got a lot to play with, have I? No. Well, that's what wise. the says. Uh, <laughs> but tentative talks. We won't say here just in case they, they fall flat on their face, but... Uh, some former players who do
0: media work for a clue. I like it, I like it. Joe. Nathan. How would you like to win a Warsaw home shirt? I would love a Warsaw home shirt. A Warsaw away shirt. Oh, right, I'd love that. And the Warsaw third kit. All three? All three. All three to be hanging up in your bedroom, brand new, three Warsaw beautiful kits. Wardrobe sorted. Would you, I would like to have it, would you? love to have it. Well, I'll tell you how. One of our lucky viewers, hopefully, will be. I've uh, got the chance to win three Warsaw kits. All you need to do, all you need to do, listen to this. You will see a tweet from myself or various tweets from myself and um, publicising the podcast. Listen to Joe Massey. You will see some Joe Massey tweets about the podcast. All you need to do is retweet either myself or Joe. Any and I mean any uh, tweet that we put out and you will automatically be entered into the hat to win, the chance to win three different shirts, okay? And if you retweet me on my tweet and Joe on his tweet, you get two entries, okay? So the more retweets you do, the more chance you've got to win. You'd love to retweet. Do you get it? Yeah, get it. Okay, so for the chance to win, we will select a lucky winner and they will be announced on Saturday. And for them to win all three, you need to get two, me and Joe are going to pick a first goal scorer. In two games, so if you get the chance to be selected, um, we'll tell you who you want to score the first goals in two games, and if they do the business, you've won three shirts. It seems simple. It sounds simple, yeah. So they have to. So if that goal scorer scores, scores, then they win the shirt. The first goal in their okay. games, okay. Yeah. So the games that we're going to be talking about and the games that Joe's going to predict. First one is, of course, Barnsley versus Warsaw. So you need to give me a first goal scorer on that day. Who do you think is going to score the first goal scorer? It doesn't have to be a Walsall player. I mean, they could come back and win 2-1. But Barnsley versus Walsall. Who are you choosing to be the first goal scorer, Barnsley versus Walsall? Me. I will go... Yeah, don't go you. I don't think you're going to get picked. No. I'm going to go... You're going to go... Jack Fitzwater. To score the first goal? Yeah. You can have any striker. You want Jack Fitzwater. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, Jack Fitzwater. <laughs> it's like uh, I did this with Andrew, Andrew Turton and he chose Damari Gray against Liverpool to be the first goal scorer. And I was like, what? Fair enough though, It's a good price, Jack Fitzwater. Jack Fitzwater scored the first goal and I know you're a huge England fan, you're a big England fan, it's international week. So others loathe, loathe it, you love it because you love to watch an England game. How many times yeah. have you watch an England game over, sometimes, have you been known to watch an England game? Have you watch it, it live. Again. Yeah. And then?
1: I have been known to watch it again.
0: When, like a week later?
1: No, normally, straight after or an hour between that has been known. So, I, I need
0: to get this straight. So, peeps who are listening, I have
1: stopped okay. this recently and just watched the game and then watched the highlights. I have reduced it, but I do watch every England game twice in some shape or form. So,
0: you used to watch the England game, wait an hour, and then you'd record it and then you'd watch it from start to finish again. Pretty
1: much, uh, yeah. what were you
0: trying to get from that second? I mean, you friendlies
1: and competitive games oh, as well. What because I want to I understand it, I want to really watch understand the game. what I just. Patterns of play and how certain players performed.
0: I mean, that's astonishing. I mean, I don't know anyone else who does that ever. I've never met anyone who does that. I love it. No, even Gareth Southgate does that. (laughs) He's like, stats, give me the stats guys, give me the highlights, give me the extended highlights. Wow, I mean, fair play. I mean, I don't know whether it's good or or another so, worrying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's fine. Anyway, okay, so so Jack Fitzwater needs to score the first goal. You say he was due a goal though, to be fair, he gets in good positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Barnes against Warsaw, Jack's Fit Fitzwater, and who's gonna score the first goal in the eagerly anticipated twice watched friendly from Joe Massey, England versus Spain. So it's I guess it's this UEFA league thing, isn't the they England it? England yeah. versus Spain. Harry Kane harry kane that's a little bit more you know really? acceptable yeah. so if harry kane and jacks fitzwater score the first goals in their corresponding games the lucky winner and we will announce them on saturday morning will win not one and not two but three beautiful crisp brand new Warsaw shirts can't say fairer than that that's a great price and what do you have to do to enter the competition retweet us retweet us okay let's move on to the big game then myself mr joe massey will be at oakwell i'm looking forward to the game uh, how do you think it's gonna go? A difficult game. Two undefeated sides. Um, wow, I. Think I remember going to Oakwood with you back in the day, and it tears, was tears, tantrums, miserable. and the rest. It was.
1: It was miserable. Yeah, what a horrible feeling. But I think I'm gonna go score draw. Score draw. Score draw. Okay, Jack, Jack Fitzwilliam obviously is first ahead. Yeah. from a corner mm-hmm, like that. Um, Boom, one one. And then they'll got have a bit too much quality maybe, and we'll we'll get one. Okay. Yeah, one-one. We'll okay. go one-one. Yeah. Um, I was more worried about this game this morning than I am now. Um, spoke to the Barnsley Report yeah. They are missing some important players. Mm. Goalkeeper. They've got a policy, Barnsley, where they only sign players who are under 25. Okay. So their oldest player is their goalkeeper, who's 26, mm-hmm. but he's been called up for international duty for Wales. It's not a
0: bonus. Not playing against some third division opposition for Wales.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and so they've got twenty year old in
0: goal Okay. Um and they've got he's, he's nervous tonight, by the way, he's not sleeping tonight. He's not sleeping. No, he's, he's, not sleeping. he's panicking. He's on the toilet.
1: Home game, they've yeah. got an unbeaten record. He's twenty yeah. years old, he can't make a mistake.
0: Yeah. He's worried. He's, he's got Morgan Ferrier in his brain tonight at two AM. Yeah, Cook's gonna bully him. Oh okay, let's no. be honest. So, I'll tell you what, don't Cook's going to be marking him a three kicks and corners. Yeah, two minutes
1: in, Cook's putting one on him, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. He's letting him know Warner's he's in the game. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then there's, they've got a lad called Dougal. I can't remember his first name. Scott. Because we've moved rooms and I've brought my old pad. Oh, it was no, on bad <laughs>
0: You were scratching for me. You were scratching for your nose and looked a little bit lost, bless you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott McDougal. We'll call him Scott McDougal. Something Dougal. Yeah. Um, he's Australian. Yeah. He is
1: actually Barnsley's only holding midfielder. Really. Um, Now I've got a young lad who played in the Checker Trade Trophy called Jared Bird. I remembered his name. Yeah. Um, Very good. Barnsley reporter thinks he's going to come in the team purely because he's the only Kenneth Dougal. Kenneth Dougal. Mm -hmm. Well done. thank you, Google. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's away of Australia. They've not even got a game. Australia. What? He's been called up for a training camp.
0: What on Bondi Beach?
1: So they are missing two big players. Apparently, this dude has been one of their best players this season. Mm-hmm. Um, they're missing a goalkeeper.
0: Uh, I think he's signed from Sparta Rotterdam from
1: from memory. Um, good knowledge. Yeah, welcome. Uh, do you know a Walsall player who was once a Sparta Rotterdam?
0: Oh no, I like that though. Don't reverse. Don't don't, don't turn the tables on me, son. It's, about it's about my podcast. Ti- I
1: know it's about the time the tables turned. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, many, <laughs> many people are saying that you'll get your co-opants one day, Judah. <laughs> George Dobson. Oh, a double. No, no. They
1: might have been teammates actually. Okay. Um, at the time, but. Yeah, so they're missing a the central midfielder, and they're missing their goalkeeper. They've got uh, a relatively inexperienced squad, very young team. They have got some very good players. Keith Moore is outstanding. He's got six goals in his last three games, which is ridiculous. Um, but Good test for the boys. Great test. There's, it doesn't really matter really to this team because it wasn't this team that got beat in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But Walsall fans would love a result there. Yeah, They would love one. And I just think the feel-good factor around Walsall, the Dean Keats factor. I think they're going to keep it going. Um, and nick a result on Saturday, oh, be brilliant. And draw and stay unbeaten, which I think will be amazing. Um, and they'll just get a few, raise a few eyebrows, I think, if we also
0: get a result at Barnsley. Absolutely, I think it might be yeah. Like oh, this could be this could be something a little bit special. here. Yeah, yeah. So one okay. one for you, one one for me, two two for me. Looking forward, looking forward to look Oakwell again. Oh, that's gonna be good, isn't it? Apparently, there's again. a new new press box situation there as oh, well. Oh, is there? Apparently some leather seating now. Oh, lovely. We're still in the porter cabin for the for the media room. Yeah. But um, apparently it's been upgraded slightly. I mean, it could have got any worse, to be fair. Yeah, I mean,
1: the toilets are a wall, aren't they?
0: The toilets are literally a wall. A wall. A wall. Yeah. Yeah, not great. What a glamorous life we lead. I know. Everybody thinks it is is proper glamour. It certainly is not. But I don't care as long as the Saddlers get a positive result on Saturday uh, I've enjoyed it Joe thank you for coming on my first Warsaw podcast oh yeah got big Luke did a great job last week I'm hoping to do a little bit more with you going forward I hope you're enjoying the, the increased coverage so to speak from, from Warsaw this season I'm trying to you know interview the fans get a few more reports to the game because this is where it's at Warsaw this season it's something a little bit just a little bit special going on are on the bandwagon you right. are special oh thank you um, from Joe from myself everyone have a great weekend take care bye bye